0: The Missional Life Podcast, inspiring kingdom-minded believers around the world to live the mission of God in their lives.
1: All right. Welcome back to the Mission Life Podcast. Today, we are at the NRB event in Nashville, Tennessee, and we have an opportunity to sit with Jeff Ahern, the president of Sozo Services. Sozo Services is an advisory firm that helps business leaders succeed and achieve their personal and corporate goals by using biblical, spirit-led solutions. Jeff, welcome to the show. Welcome. Well, thank you.
2: Good to meet you guys.
1: Wow. That's quite a business, quite a ministry. How does somebody start and go into something like that? Tell us a little bit about the backstory.
2: It, the backstory is I was a former naval officer. I did five years, which I'm very thankful for the opportunity to have served and uh, the things I've learned from it. When I got out, it was the Reagan years. Uh, the, the, the government contracting industry was very strong. It was building up. So I did government contracting for a number of years. and Then after that, I switched over to the management consulting industry. I got to work with uh, some l- very large companies, ones you're very familiar with and, and a lot of small companies you've n- never heard of. At the same time, right about the same time I got out of the Navy, one year afterwards, I got born again. I was a Catholic in my upbringing, I, I got born again. And so there I was in the church, you know, being discipled like everybody else. And I had, like most people, I had two separate lives. I had my, my church life and the things I did in the church, and then I had the stuff I did at work. And so in the church world, I did just about everything except uh, a few ministries. I was never pastor or youth minister or a children's, uh, uh, children's church. But almost every other ministry you can think of in a church, I, I did it. But along the way, over the years, God started speaking to me about a Christian management consulting company. Uh, and what he was going to do was going to combine both, both paths, both streams. So what I was going to be doing is not really the kind of management consulting things I had been doing in the secular realm. I was going to be doing the kind of things i do in the church, but in the business marketplace. So I get to minister to business uh, People say, what do I do? I minister to business owners and CEOs using the power of prayer, the leading of the Holy Spirit, the biblical techniques. I love business. I love all aspects of it, um, and I love the, the my Christian walk. I love you know getting you know, close and intimate to the Lord, and I love power of prayer. Um, and God gave me what I want it was, it was something I never imagined I could do both at the same time. And so that's how I, I got it. So it's, uh, it's it's I I couldn't have designed a better job for myself than what the Lord gave me.
1: Mm. I love that how. You know, I couldn't have designed it. You know, when when God gives us something supernaturally, it's just it's just fulfilling in a in a whole different way. Yeah. You know, there's so many people that separate business from ministry or their you know their personal life and their ministry life and the business. Why do you think that? Why do you think that is? And why is that so challenging?
2: I think because of the gospel of salvation, which we taught for so many years. That got basically what we said not in, it wasn't explicitly but implied God was only interested in your soul hmm. and nothing else. And that you were going to get born again and just wait until the rapture or wait until you go to heaven and just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of march time and place. Well, of course, we were bored and, and no one no one why nobody wanted to join us, you know, yeah. but that didn't sound too good. But if you look at Acts sixteen thirty-one, where it says, you know, believe in the name of the Lord, your God, and you and your household shall be saved. That word is oikos in the Greek. And what it means is uh, basically everything. So in Greek, an oikos was not just your house. It was your family. It would have represented your wife, your children. It would have represented your cattle, your land, your farm. Anything you had was part of your oikos. So God, what he's saying is that you want to get born again, you've got to go all in. He wants mm-hmm. everything, not mm-hmm. just your soul. He wants your finances. He wants your debts. He wants your broken misery. He wants your addictions. Whatever you have, God's saying, bring it to the table when you become born again. And what I'll do is I'll fix it. I'll make it whole. I'll throw some things out and uh, the rest of it I will somehow work in a mosaic in your life that'll represent who you truly are uniquely that's the message of the kingdom of heaven that's the paradigm shift I talk about in my book that we need so that's why we never really understood we we had a separate because we thought the soul was part on Sunday morning. We're secular. The money and, and business—that's all. But look what Jesus did. I mean, he he took business people. He he was a carpenter himself, supposedly. I mean, it's it's the business that's where he, he ministered to. Why? Mm-hmm. Because these are the people that were doing life. The, if the kingdom of heaven will not work in the marketplace, it's not going to work anywhere. And in fact, if anything, we what we're called not to preach the gospel. We've had too many people doing that. We're called to demonstrate the gospel Mm. and the power of Christ. And the best way to do that is take it to where the people are, which is in the marketplace.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we just had the opportunity to speak with um, the CEO of Crown Financial Ministries this week as well. And, you know, just to your point of merging it together, you know, a healthy business equals a healthy economy equals healthy country, healthy state, healthy city, healthy village, et cetera. And... It's a bedrock, really. And Jesus talks so much about finances and doing things the way that God intends. And we see detriment when people don't do things the way God intends, you know, when there's corruption and greed and all the things that the word says, avoid those things, you know. But when they're done correctly, there's such blessing and surplus and overflow from that. That's
2: right. the motivati- motivational spirits of why you're in business is so important because God will not be the Lord of something if the reason you're in business is is out of pride, fear, or greed. Those are idols. Yeah. You know if that's what you're serving. You know you you can claim He's the Lord, but He's not going to touch you it because it's only when you suddenly realize, wait a minute, this is your business, not mine, Lord. What do you want to accomplish through my life and through this business? I'll do it. And I tell most business owners, if you can figure out what God's trying to accomplish through your business. And get behind that, you don't have to worry about asking to bless the blessed business. It'll just, it'll just take off. Mm. Wow.
1: You know, you mentioned a few tools, prayer and a, and a couple other things yep. that you take them through. Can you expand on those, those ways that you really coach uh, leaders?
2: Sure. I, I think um, if I had to summarize the book, you know, number one is, is you got to go all in. you got to understand that this is not about your soul. This is about everything. You know, every part of your life, God's concerned about your your marriage, your children, you know, everything, not just the finances, the business. And so a lot of times when we have business owners we start working with. God sometimes works immediately in the business and finances. Other times he works on the marriage. Other times he works on your children or your employees or something else. But it's it's all a package deal to the Lord. You know, everything about if it, if it concerns you. God's concerned about it, yeah, right. you know, and he'll work on that. So that's that's the key to go all in and to do abide in him. See, in other words, imagine if you did all the mission stuff and, and left your wife at home and didn't even tell her where you are, what you're doing. You know, she'd be pretty offended. You, you might come back and not have wife anymore, right? <laughs> right. Well, we're, we're married to the Lord, and we, we get born again. We're married to the Lord. And he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And yet mm-hmm. so often we try to do ministry without him. And, and and we think that we're, we're doing things for the Lord. Well, first mm-hmm. off, you would never, never be doing things for the Lord. If you ever find yourself doing things for the Lord, you, you, you probably stepped out of the, the grace cover. He says, do it with them. So we need to learn to do things with the Lord, and and, and that's when the power of Christ starts show up in the bear. And if you need a scripture for that, in, in Matthew 7 7 you know jesus talks about many many will say to me lord lord you know didn't we cast out demons didn't we prophesy in your name didn't we do miracles in your name and jesus said i didn't even know you which which is basically i didn't know you intimately you know Mm -hmm. it's not he said i didn't know about you he's saying i didn't know you whatever you did you did apart from me and then he says away from me you workers of iniquity Hmm. Imagine being a you know, pastor, a preacher, somebody think you're doing great things for the Lord. To find out later on, Jesus said, I, I don't even know you.
1: Hmm.
2: Wow. So that, that, that's important. Everything we do, learn to do everything with him, in him, through him. That's the, that's the second key. And the last thing is, is the motivational spirits. You know, if you get that part right, everything else will come along.
0: Yeah, that is so good. You know, just that change in verbiage, mm-hmm. you know, with instead of for, just exactly switching yeah. that out, getting rid of the for and just replacing it with the word with.
2: And, and that's why I have a section in my book called The Paradigm Shift, because mm. that's in order to go understand what it means to be a kingdom business versus a Christian secular business. It's the paradigm shift. You know, that's why mm. so many p- uh, people are not being blessed in their business is because they're, they're trying to paint a christianity label on a secular business but when you when you turn it over to the lord and say look whatever you want to do with it, do it just tell me what to do start praying start understanding the motivation it's always it's always going to be interested in people god's more people oriented than he's process oriented which was hard for me because i was a cleric person i, mm-hmm. I was far more process oriented than people oriented but he, mm-hmm. he had to change me i had to make the paradigm shift he had to let me know that the people i was wanted up stomp and kill and whatever else you know get out of my way i'm I'm on the thing is that he was far more concerned about them and the relationship i had with them than he was about me in the process of of being successful whatever Hmm. so it's it's relationship god's relationship oriented get understand what he's trying to accomplish do it his way do it his way that's my next book his way succeeding in business life and marriage you know you learn to do it his way it'll all come together
0: yeah that's so good and I just want to point out too you know as you were sharing those things about we're doing kingdom business with the Lord yeah. you know that is highlighted Jesus last words before he sends into heaven Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen, twenty. 20 you know therefore go and make disciples of all nations and surely I will be with you to the end of the that's age right. so right. just yeah. um, wanted depart, to make yes. sure that was shared with our listeners yeah. as well
1: you know for the for the leader, or for the business person, ministry person that's still, like they have a heart to do it, but they don't fully know exactly, how does somebody determine their kingdom assignment and their kingdom purpose for their for their business and their ministry?
2: That, that's a great question. Um, the short answer is it, it takes time. It's it's like buried treasure that God wants you to to seek out. Some people know very early, and, and like I'm going to be a pastor, I'm going to this, they, they, know, they know that they know very early. For most of us. It's a process of walking it out. But I would say one of the key things is passion. You know, what are you really passionate about? The kind of passion that you'd be willing to die for. The kind of passion where the very thought of it happening sometime in your life brings great joy. The very thought of it, you'll never see this in your lifetime, brings tears to your eyes. You know? The kind of passion that you know, Jesus went to the cross for, to die. What are you so passionate about? What if, what if there was no money to be made? Would you still want to be? Would you still want to do it? Would you still put your life into it? That kind of passion, you know. And when, when someone gives you that, you're doing it not, you know, on the clock because I'm getting paid for it because I just love it, you know. That that's one key. The second key is is um, I like to take a look at is where have you had favor? Where have you succeeded? You know, where have things just been naturally easy? You know, I, I I'm a writer. And writing came has always been very easy for me, but I never appreciated it as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sometimes other people are better seeing the, the favor, the gifts of talents, where you've succeeded, what you're strong at, it, you know, than, than you are. Because you're looking at, well, I don't want to write. I don't want to write. I mean, I did for school, but, you know, I, I didn't see myself as a writer. But, but later on, you, know, you can say, Look, no, this is, this is a talent very few people have. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, you know, then you start appreciating, and of course, the stewardship concept. You know, If you're good stewardship, if God gives you more, if you're not, he takes it away. So mm-hmm. looking at that and have other people and just just prayerfully decide it. And he'll pray for open and closed doors. Pray that the Lord will open up the doors for your right assignment. Pray that he'll, he'll close the doors for the wrong assignment. And lastly, I think, you know, one of the, the ways to, to, to heaven is through death. You know i had a mentor that said jesus isn't trying to save he's trying to kill you and i'd be careful who i'd say that to for fear they misunderstand it Mm -hmm. but I, i would probably characterize it this way jesus is trying to save you but the path to to salvation is death the more you die to yourself the greater his life is going to come in you so you have to be a person who's willing to take any assignment and if you're not if you're trying to cherry pick your assignments through life you'll miss god's best which probably means you're going to miss your his assignment for you um, but when you're submitted he will move you into places that yeah i didn't want to go here but later later you look at it that was an important stepping stone i learned talents i learned skills that allow me to, to do this this and this wow um, so good yeah. yeah so
1: when that was for kind of the person that or the listener that was maybe on the fence they're still trying to discern what about like for the business leader for the ministry leader for the person that wants to go to that next level what are some of the barriers that hold people back from going to that next level and how do they overcome those
2: kind of barriers great question I mean the key is, again is abiding in him and doing everything with them uh, truth is a key is a key concept as I said that Jesus is, is the only person I know who ever called himself the truth he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, That mm-hmm. he is the truth. So anytime we're lying and fibbing, we're not abiding in him. Mm-hmm. You may claim you are, but if you're, if you're lying. So you, you, have to, you have to walk in truth. Um, you have to walk fearlessly. You know, you know, there's an argument of how many times in the Bible it says, do not fear, but you have to walk fearlessly. The stewardship concept, You know, the, the greater you have. Seeking him, making time. I mean, God hates all type of idols. People who say, I don't have time for this, God's in a mission to prove that you do. He's, it'll pull things out. You, you know, granted, we all have to have, we have to make time for all the kind of things. But at the end of the day, it's your relationship with the Lord that's far more important than anything else. Again, not of what you do for the Lord. That relationship with the Lord is far more important. So I would say focus mm-hmm. there. And when you're spending quality time with the Lord, you learn how to hear his voice. Everything else will come together. Mm-hmm. Wow. That seems so simple. It, it's simple in concept, yes, it, but mm. it's in in terms of doing it, yes, and, and asking something: Am I really right now abiding in Him and Him and me? I, are these w- the words I'm speaking? Yeah. Is it Him, or is this my soul speaking? You know, uh, you know, it's yeah. it's it's challenging. Absolutely, it's, yeah. it
1: seems so simple, but in actual daily life, oh, I got up and this went this way and that it, went that exactly. way. Exactly. And all of a sudden we missed it. and We got to the end of the day and all of a yeah. sudden oh, I didn't fellowship. I didn't abide today. And yeah. maybe that's why I felt so rushed. But that's why I felt so just kind of internally out of sync. Right. Yeah.
2: And, and I think when it, being teachable is important. You know, the Lord will correct us. He'll show us where we're blowing it and making mistakes, not to punish us. To bring us along, so in the maturity process, okay, you know, he has great things in store for us. He wants to give us wealth. He wants to give us responsibility. He wants to give us more of his authority and his due to his power. But you know, when until we're not ready for it, it'll just it'll just break us and hurt us and kill us. And more importantly, we'll hurt other people, which he does. He doesn't want. So he'll bring correction. So I think one of the keys is always be teachable, always be correctable. If you ever think that you know you're right and other you know, everybody else is wrong, you probably already are wrong. I mean, I I I, I love to be correct. I love people telling me that. Uh, in my, my most recent book, uh, was somebody was uh, more evangelical, didn't believe in the power of prayer, you know, the charismatic gifts and all that. You know, you know, I won't mention that, that minister's name, but uh, he was a follower of him, and he thought what I was doing was complete heresy. Hmm. But I didn't take it as a, as a rebuke or, you know, or something harsh criticism. If anything, it caused, I, I wanna be able to stop and say, is there anything he's saying that's right? I mean, am I wrong in any way? I mean, show me, Lord, so I can correct. I want me to be teachable. I always want to be soft and pot. I want to be humble enough to realize that maybe he's right and I'm wrong. Because, you know, the Bible says very clearly, we see in part and know in part. The greatest prophets in the world, you know, in past times and in current times, they see in part and know in part, which means they're all, we're all infallible. But if we, take, we stay teachable, God will bring correction and, and bring us along the right way. Wow. You know, they say that in order
1: to know something or to learn something, when we teach something, we learn the most ourselves, right? And so as a person who has been teaching and leading leaders, leading financial leaders, business leaders, ministry leaders, look, you've been probably in a... position where you've learned a lot. What, is, what are the top couple nuggets that you've taken over the couple of years that you've learned yourself from leading leaders? I think
2: the, the number one message the Lord's been speaking to me about the last uh, 18 months or so, and, and it's been one hard. I mean, it's one of these things where you know it scripturally, but you have to really start focusing on it. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 18, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus regarding you. So rejoice always. Mm. A lot of times, you know, we things have break down. You mentioned something that just recently where you went sideways, you know. Rejoice. God's, God's in control. If, mm. if, if, it's, everything's either God ordained or God permitted. It was never surprised. So if something bad happens, you know, he, 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 he could have stopped it. He didn't. Rather than arguing about we trying to figure out theologically why did God allow that, forget about it. Just rejoice. You know, Lord, you're in control. Uh, and then if you can't rejoice in the circumstance you're in, rejoice in the past. You weren't always in that circumstances, yeah. right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're broke today, you, you had money at some time, right? Rejoice in that. You know, mm-hmm. pray without ceasing. Realize that everything God, God's going to answer prayer. He's If he's in it, I mean, if you're doing it with him, he's there. He's, listen, he's, an, answer, he's listening to prayer. He's answering the prayer. Pray without ceasing in everything. In everything, no matter how hard, how difficult, people slander you, stealing from whoever, in everything, give thanks. It's a character builder. It's an opportunity to learn. Why did I hire that person that stole from me? Why did I do this? Whatever you know, learn. I obviously I missed you, Lord. Or if I didn't miss you, they they missed you. You know, because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Our in other words, God's saying your attitude is is. It, your attitude for what you're going through is far more than what you're go, More important mm. than going what you through. It was something that I knew, but I had to live it these past eighteen months. And so, mm. I that's my favorite scripture right now that God's sp- still speaking to me with. Because you know, I, I, I come to a convention like this, and everything doesn't go my way, <laughs> and I have to keep reminding myself. So I mean, like, of course, I have my wife now to tell him to remind me, remember that. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> yes, yep. It's yeah. that practical. Oh, go ahead. It's that practical application of just remembering to be. To have gratitude, exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. and like you said, that's such so good too, listeners. He said something that's just gold. If you don't have it right now, remember remember in the past, and you know Amen. we see yeah. that biblically. You know they picked up stones, they you know they put put this around your neck, like these sorts of things. Remember what I've done in the past, because that will help you know and believe for what
2: He'll do in the future. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. one time I started thinking about what, what I want my dying words to be, and and then I, I I really thought of it. I said, you know, okay, I, I came up with it. Thank you, Father, for everything, Mm. the good, the bad, the indifferent, for everything, Mm. because it made me who I am. It helped me to know you. It matured me along the way. Thank you, Father, for everything.
1: How can listeners connect with you? How can they get your book, your resources?
2: us. Well, the, the book's available on uh, Sozo. Uh, no, no, yeah, you go to our website, so, SozoServices.com. The books are there. They're also on, on Amazon, and you can connect to us through the website too. SozoServices.com. Yeah. We'll have that in the uh, show notes. Yeah, so and sure. we're actually we're rebranding. Uh, that very quickly, the name's going to be changed, but Business His Way. Mm. It's mm. going to be the new name. Uh, God gave us a time frame, but it's, it's still the same You know, mission, ministry.
1: Amazing. Awesome. Well, Jeff, thanks for spending some time with us today. What a blessing. Well,
2: thank you, Dan and Amanda. It was great meeting you, and I want to bless you and your ministry today. In Jesus' name. Thank Thank you.
1: you. Amen.